Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. Um, today we have with us Lady Andrea Musando. Is that correct? of One Flock Church. And we just want to welcome Lady Andrea. You know, I remember years ago reading about um, the beauty regimen of Queen Esther and the other women that were preparing to go before the king and they were detoxing the body and getting rid of impurities. And um, I just basically want to find out about essential oils you asked about what essential oils are. So basically what essential oils are, are the lifeblood of the plant, the plant's immune system. So we think about um, how God created everything. Um, you know, animals can, can move and walk and, and, you know, guide people who can move and walk, but plants, the plant kingdom, <laughs> they are stationary. And um, they also have, um, just like all of us, um, um, predators, right? So how does a plant protect itself when it's stationary? Um, it does it through the oils that it produces, and that is the immune system of the plant. Um, so the, the fact that God made this intelligent um, system inside plants can actually um, communicate with nature mm. and either, um, what do you call it, like uh, detract things from itself and keep insects and bugs and pests away when it needs to. That's why you have the aromas and the smells. And then um, also either attract insects like like bees and stuff like that. And that's why the, the bees are attracted to the parts of the flower that they can pollinate and then go to other um, areas and then that plant's legacy is, is carried on or that flower's legacy is carried on, right? Mm -hmm. So um, essential oil is extracted from the plant because it actually is very, very compatible with um, our blood. And it is very beneficial to human beings, um, which is really cool. Uh -huh. um, and you can extract these oils from the parts of the flower, trees, roots, resins, um, rinds, bushes, uh, herbs, and then they consist of over 100 natural organic compounds oh. that are able to support all of our body systems, mm. whether that's the skeletal system, the circulatory system, the endocrine system, which is your hormones, um, respiratory, immune system, um, all of our systems, even our brain health. Mm -hmm. And so that's what essential oils are, and that's why they are so significant today. And so they're used for detoxifying the body? Yes, they can be used to detoxify the body. Um, when we think about um, detoxifying oils, we're going to think about oils like grapefruit. We're going to think about oils like um, lemon, oils that are able to help um, the liver and clean up um, all of the spaces that we have in the body that need to be um, um, rid of toxins. And those are safely carried out through the body. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you think you you said grapefruit and lemons. 
Okay. So are any of those? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I said a lot of citrus oils are really powerful detoxing oils. Okay. And so are those used like in teas or uh, medicine or food? What? How do you use that? Well, if you have a pure oil, you can actually use that oil in three different ways. Whether it is to um, breathe in the aroma of it, um, like just by opening up the cap of the bottle and smelling it. You can also diffuse it into the air. Um, so right now, I don't know um, if you've um, been familiar with kind of like the the um, kind of this movement now where everybody's trying to get rid of their candles and, and bring in diffusers um, because they're um, able to be used as, they can also be used as um, humidifiers. Mm. Um, but what a diffuser is going to do is put that oil into the air and then you get the aroma. So a lot of people like to use diffusers instead of candles because they're, um, um, they can be much more um, safer for the body. So smelling the oil and then you can also apply it topically to the skin. Um, um, definitely um, make sure that when you are applying your oils uh, topically to the skin that you use uh, what's called a carrier oil. Mm -hmm. And carrier oils are just fatty oils like coconut oil and your olive oils, jojoba. To mix those uh, essential oils in there, they actually last longer that way, but it gives a safer absorption rate to the body. And then, so we said um, aromatically, you can, you can smell them. And then um, topically, you can apply them to the body. And you can also, if your oil is pure, um, you can also ingest them. And there have been plenty of um, uh, research um, uh, works uh, back there um, to, to credit that. And so those are the three ways that you can use them. And those are the three ways I use them. There are oils out there that do support healthy joint function and will definitely alleviate a lot of the wear and tear that we have when we take, um, you know, when we're, as, as we age. And so that's a really awesome thing about um, essential oils that you can use them on areas of the body where we're feeling a little bit non-normal, you know, and we want to bring up to balance those areas. So if you're out of balance in your joints, then because essential oils are beneficial to the body um, and they can, if you're too high in something, they can bring it to balance. Or if you're too low in something, they can bring it up to balance. Mm. If you apply that oil to your joints, you will notice an amazing difference. Mm. In your joints. That sounds good. And, oh, yeah. and it's natural. It's not medicine. It's all natural. Right. So I like all that natural. idea. What about insomnia? Yeah, so again, um, there are oils that definitely promote a wonderful night's rest. One that's really popular that I can think of, um, lavender. Lavender, um, time and time again, you'll see the research. It promotes calmness and a, just a sense of just relaxation overall and definitely helps um, at the cellular level to help you get into a state of where you can unwind and feel 
like you're wanting to go to sleep. And there's several other oils, but that's just a really good example because lavender is one of those oils that you can use for everything. When um, you don't know what to use, <laughs> you can use lavender and lavender mm. will definitely help um, the issue. Okay. I like that answer. That's a, that's a good one. I love the smell of lavender. It smells yeah. light where, you know, and I was, yeah. it's kind of the next question was going to be, um, you know, they use frankincense and they use myrrh and it was so uh, overpowering and it was breathtaking. Um, it's some of it smelled good, but it was breathtaking and lavender has like a, a light smell. Um, I really like that. So, but yeah. while, while on the subject of, of uh, frankincense and myrrh, um, did they use it for anything other than burial? Yes. So, um, so in those countries, the um, Oman and, and the and Yemen, they actually they they really protect um, their, those resins, um, myrrh and frankincense. Um, they even like chew it. Like they, they breathe it in constantly. Mm. It's used to help support a sense of grounding. And so um, it is very emotionally beneficial as an oil to put on because it's going to give you that sense of I'm stable. And they use it all the time. In fact, um, you can't go over there to those countries where we, um, where my particular company that I represent, um, they source their oil, frankincense oil, from over there, and it's actually believed to be the very same place where the spice traders in biblical times back where um, when Jesus was given um, frankincense and myrrh, mm -hmm. that it's the exact same, mm -hmm. which is awesome because Jesus smelled really good. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I know, frankincense is amazing, and they um, they literally will like. I don't know if they kill, but they will stop you from trying to take any part of those trees out of their country. Mm. So it is a real serious deal. Mm. Um, and so it, it just speaks to the, the significance and the value of that particular, uh, the tree and the resins that come from that tree for, for those people mm. and for, also for us. So they, they still use a lot of frankincense and a lot of myrrh. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, that's interesting. And so we, we've talked about the frankincense, we've talked about the myrrh, we've talked about lavender, we've talked about grapefruit uh, oils and lemon oils. And I wanted to ask you about the lemon oil. Um, are they really popular here in the United States, the lemon oil and the peppermint oil, grapefruit oils? What are the really popular oils here in the U.S.? Um, well, that's a good question. I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us here next week at 3 p.m. for the conclusion of our interview with Lady Andrea of One Flock Church.